Peace, peace, peace. Welcome back, MKD Podcast. I am your host, D. Miller L. Welcome, family. Back again. Bitcoin bonds versus city coins. This is uh, episode three. I think we're going to wrap it up with this one. Yeah, I think this series is done with this episode here. And this one's going to be uh, a little more in-depth and actually a, a bit beyond the, the title of the episode. But it is related, right? They are related. All right, let's, uh, let's start with, again, as we do, we're going to pay some bills. So I want to first and foremost thank you all that are sharing the content, giving the content a thumbs up. This is always helpful for getting in the flow of the algorithm and getting the content out there. Appreciate you. For those that have been supporting by way of uh, Twitter, and yes, you can now start tipping through Twitter. Thank you very much. Those of you that have been sending your donations through the Strike Wallet. Thank you very much. The uh, strike address is uh, strike.me forward slash D M I L L E R E L. So that's D Miller L. Thank you all. And it looks like we're going to have our, our next open house on Sunday. That's a, uh, on the 5th of December. So again, you're getting some very short notice. It is a pop-up style event. Best way for you to stay connected and to know what's going on is to uh, be following the social media. So again, here's your notice. (laughs) It is Friday, Friday evening. I'm going to go ahead and drop this Friday evening so that way y'all have as much notification as I can possibly give you. To uh, access the open house, you just need your MKD podcast NFT. To receive that, get in my inbox and request it. We do have two promotions with regards to the uh, MKD podcast NFT. So the ticket itself is $50 regular price, but you can get it half off if you're a member of the Black Bitcoin Billionaires on Clubhouse and following me. The uh, second promotion is receiving the uh, ticket for free. You can do that by hitting those first two qualifications of being a member of the BBB and following me on Clubhouse. And uh, the the next qualification to receive your ticket for free would be to be an owner of the book From Bars to Bitcoin. This is written by the Bitcoin vegan, Justin Redrick. Again, get in my DMs, request your ticket. Let me know if you uh, qualify for any of our promotions and I'll get you squared away. 
Once again, that is going to be on Sunday, December the 5th, will be our first open house of the month. As a reminder, as far as what is the open house, this may be your first time here, so happy to uh, let you know what's going on. We uh, meet up in our virtual space. Again, it's a very informal event. It's a boutique style, so to be, you know, a handful of us or so. That's how it's been thus far. I'll be bringing out my NFT collection and telling my Bitcoin story and showing you guys, you know, my NFT collection. I kind of use it as a, a placeholder as I tell my story. And it's mainly an opportunity for you all to ask any questions you may have and to find out if you want to actually be a active member of the community. I say that for a reason. Uh, to be a member of the community, or at least to be active, is to come through to the open houses as you have time to do so. It also includes, you know, engaging with us as we are playing various kinds of games, you know, for Bitcoin. And then, of course, uh, communicating with regards to us like we normally like to chop it up. Right. We like to converse and go back and forth on the ideas that we. You know, explore here on the podcast, best practices, things of that sort. Right. We have a secure line of communication for that, as well as a, a secure you know, way to facilitate the trade or at least to go value for value. I'm just talking about our, our Sphinx chat. So it's all there. It's all there for you. Like I said, but I, I do feel like it's only right that people have a chance to kind of see what it's about, you know, before they actually commit to like, oh yeah, you know, let's build brother. <laughs> so like I said, the open houses are our institution that we have in place. Right, a central kind of a community center. Right, that's what I mean by it's a central institution. It's our community center. Right, maintaining some uh, Bitcoin culture. And uh, it's actually like an introduction to the metaverse. But yeah, let's go ahead and move into our topic, fam. I'm, I'm happy to uh, move it on, move it right along. You guys know, get in my DM. Request your NFT and we'll get you squared away for our first open house of the month. We'll have two of them every month. Okay. So I want to now get into today's topic. And I kind of touched on it yesterday, or I should say in our last episode. It was uh was this little this little motto, this little uh idea that's out there and I wanted to talk about it because I think it's very important moving forward with regards to uh, this metaverse idea right it's very important and I think we should get into it I think we should get into it Hmm. a lot of ways to talk about this right we've been Discussing in previous episodes the bonds versus the uh, city coins. In the first episode, we talked a whole lot about the bonds. The second episode, we talked a whole lot about city coins. Right? Go back and make sure you check those out. This episode, I don't want to do that. I want to talk about 
the elephant in the room. And that is what I believe will be the true growth in this cycle. The true monster of this cycle. And like I said, I've talked about this before in previous uh, episodes or in a previous series. But I'm going to touch on it again. And this time I'm going to touch on it from a position of experience. So I want to talk about how Stacks, who was doing the city coins, and I want to talk about how Rare Toshi, which is basically a offshoot of Blockstream, right? Uh, it is a network built, it is a platform built on Liquid, I think is much better set. We probably don't have to bring up Blockstream at all. We can just say, it is a platform on the Liquid Network. All right. And um, what I want to talk about with both of these again is are, are the NFTs. Mm-hmm. Non-fungible tokens. I want to talk about the NFTs on both of these. So I'm looking at the NFTs, I have to be upfront and honest. I'm looking at the NFTs from Stacks from a distance. Yeah, I'm looking at them from a distance. But if I had to, and and, and I would say I, I understand or engage the the NFT platform on Liquid, I, I have much more engagement and experience with that one. So if I tell you that when I am observing the Stacks NFT ecosystem, it appears to be larger, larger and have a greater volume, right? Is what I mean by larger. I think, uh, I think there's a greater volume of, uh, art being produced And I think there's a greater volume of uh, buyers. I think that uh, there's a larger market on stacks when it comes to NFTs. And I think I understand why, but we're going to we're going to take our time and we're going to walk through this this evening. Okay, so. These are both fairly new for both parties, right? So this NFT talk for Stacks and NFT talk for Liquid are both new. And what comes with that are bugs. I mean, like bugs in the software. When you're a first, when you're like one of the pioneer users of a software, you you know this already. And depending on how seasoned you are will determine, you know, how irate you become or how impatient you are. Right. Regarding those issues. Uh, The other thing is, is that both parties are behind when it comes to Ethereum or Solana or some of these other platforms that are offering NFTs. Something else I've noticed, the NFTs of uh, Liquid, right? The NFTs of Liquid. I think that also the 
innovation associated with NFTs. We'll say is not as innovative as the NFTs on Stacks. What do I mean? There are a variety of Stacks NFTs. Not that there is not a variety of, of NFTs on Liquid, but there is a greater variety on Stacks. Uh, let me kind of give some examples. So on the Liquid side of this argument, you know, you have uh, the NFTs associated with the with the game, uh, Infinite Fleet, right? They're, they're not as necessarily active yet, like as far as being able to be traded, but that would be something that can happen. Uh, there are also the same can be found on Stacks. They have a game as well. I believe it's called Moonray. Moonray. And I don't think that it's all the way built out either. Right? I think that they're very much so in development. I think Infinite Fleet may have been under development for longer. They do have the alpha that is out. They are selling NFTs. You can buy ships which are, you write the NFTs of the game. And then uh, Liquid also has, or on Liquid, you can find the art NFTs. Right? I've seen, you know, the audio, the video, right? The still art. Okay. Uh, I haven't seen all of that on stacks. I've seen like the steel art. I'm sure they've got some, you know, some other things because they've had an artist on there before, like an actual well-known artist. I would have to give this up to uh, stacks. They've had like a well-known artist in the mainstream come over and produce an NFT on their platform. I'm aware of that. Right? They had a big, a pretty big campaign if you will um i would even say it's even it's more decentralized it seems like you know liquid versus stacks it seems like there are a number of platforms where you can access the various nfts on stacks i think there's just the one on liquid the one on liquid is rare toshi However, there appears to be others that are under development on the liquid side. Uh, It does also appear, just so that I'm I'm fair with this, that uh, you can very easily whip up a marketplace on liquid. So Rare Toshi is not attempting to be the only one or even the one, which is uh, interesting, right? I don't know if it's it's too helpful that... uh, you know, you have the two businesses uh, by the by the single person. If, if you guys aren't familiar on the liquid side, you have you have. Uh, I think Adam has and this is the one who is uh, responsible for Rare Toshi. I think Adam is running two companies, uh, Rare Toshi and Coinos. Right. Both of them are dope you know, companies or whatever, but they're, they're requiring, you know, a lot of attention, right? Coinos is a means for you to interact with Liquid Lightning and the main chain seamlessly, 
And then, of course, uh, from there, you can not only mint out tokens very easily, you can just, for a very cheap price, create some tokens. And you can also request to have a marketplace built out, right? They have like a whole nother area where you can request and work with them to build something like a rare Toshi, right? So I can just see how how valuable that service could be, right? But I think it does take away from being focused on the one platform that you're running, right? You might want to run the one platform or have someone run the one platform and then run the other, but you know, that's here nor there. I've noticed that with Stacks, you have different individuals running different platforms simultaneously. And again, I don't, uh, again, to be upfront, I don't own any of the NFTs coming from the Stacks platform. But this is just something that I've noticed, you know. Uh, they, I've also been following up with them and they've been talking about how they've experienced some 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 issues right with their chain because of all of the activity with NFT so I'm not sure if that's reminiscent of Ethereum and, and, the, and the chain getting clogged up but they do have some plans on addressing that issue now I bring all this up to say right that they both are entering this market of the NFT Okay, this has been going on for some months now. And I'm going to go so far as to say that I think, and again, I've said this before, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say this again. When it comes to adoption in this space, there's, it looks like there are two venues or two avenues that people are coming in. You have the money people, the people that are looking for your DeFi's and trading and this sort of thing, looking for technical analysis, right? These are the people that are trying to deal with the numbers, right? Number go up technology, right? Red candles and green candles. You have that market, those group, that group, which is a a minority, especially when you compare it to the other group I'm describing, which is the NFTs. If I were to to describe the difference, the NFTs are the stuff of the metaverse. They're the things. They're they're the the art, right? The music. Okay? The different digital goods. This is very, very interesting. Because if I were to give you a prediction about how the adoption curve is going to work or what may be the catalyst for greater adoption at this point, I'm going to say it's the NFT side. Right? This will bring the masses in. I think that uh, your number go up, people, they're a minority. They may even have all the money. Right, but it still seems like they're a, a bit behind the uh, power curve for regulatory re- reasons or because they're just, you know, 
wrapped up in the status quo that are, you know, they're old and don't feel the need to change, whatever's going on with them. Those people are dragging their feet. But the uh, the masses are going to come along, especially, in my opinion, they're going to come along for the ride due to the NFTs. So, I think, again, you know, again, just kind of Bitcoin bonds versus city coins. The city coins have more of a connection with the people that are more common folk. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yep, that's exactly what I'm saying. And I think that this shows. I mean, let me give you an example. So there's like this ongoing joke, right? This is going to be like scathing (laughs) towards my Bitcoin and homies. But uh, there's like this running joke that in the uh, photographs taken at the uh, Bitcoin bond, you know, party or whatever, or the announcement that there were only males there. You got me? There was like pictures taken of all the people in the crowd. And majority of them were men. Like it wasn't like an equal balance or whatever the case may be as far as gender is concerned. It was just like, uh, you know, the Bitcoin bros. You know, mostly white guys. Right? But then if you look at something like the art bezel out there in Miami right now, where they're likely, you know, getting a lot of funding from the city coin group. And maybe there's a, a bunch of other shit coins that are out there too, right? We're gonna we're gonna be fair about this. But uh, the pictures that I've seen, there's a whole lot of women. Whole lot of women. So, huh. (laughs) Right? This is going to get more and more interesting because I believe a ton of money is going to find its way into the bond, the Bitcoin bond. A ton of money. But I also believe, right, and can already see just like the numbers are actually there already, right? I don't have to guess on this. There's a ton of money ready to come into the NFT space. And it looks like it appears, right? This is just how it appears. It looks like Liquid is going to lose that particular battle. It's very early. It's probably too early to say this, but... Between the city coin groups and the Bitcoin bond groups, I think that it just appears that, and again, this is just my thought, y'all. You know what I'm saying? Y'all get in the comment section, let me know what you think. It's like the Bitcoin bond people have decided to go along with the green candlesticks and the red candlesticks group. Right? They've, they've put their wager on that side right it's all about put your money where your mouth is right so they put their money and their mouth on the bitcoin bond as opposed to nfts although there is an nft area or development going on right i've already covered that 
I'm going to say that the Stax Group, even though they've made their, you know, they got their hat thrown in on the red candlesticks, green candlesticks with their city coin, they're much more into building out the NFT side or the NFT space, right? They Again, they have... They have such a variety of NFTs. I think they have a clearer vision of, of what the NFT space will or can and will become. Right? It was it was through them that I kind of realized, right, and, and through the various, you know, uh, spaces on Twitter that I've sat through and the various things that I've read coming out of Stacks, uh, they've actually realized that or at least I've come to the realization listening to them that uh, goods and services will be delivered by way of this thing that we're calling NFTs. <laughs> Seriously. Right? So these may be financial products. This may be content. This may be anything that can be delivered, right? Goods and services that can be delivered digitally may eventually get the title or the name NFT. Right? We may just completely throw that away, but for now, all goods and services kind of fall up under that, and it was due to the stacks, folks, that I became aware. The Bitcoins, the Bitcoiners, the pure Bitcoiners, they, they're going to have a lot of problems catching up, right? And I would say that maybe uh, the Bitcoiners have painted themselves into a corner. Right? Maybe the Bitcoiners have painted themselves into a corner. Some of them recognize NFTs would be good for video games. Most have not. Some of even fewer believe that the art world has any place in the Bitcoin world. Which it does. Right. And then, of course, the idea that maybe you can fuse NFTs with DeFi or anything like that. This this is this is absolutely ridiculous. Uh, to most Bitcoin maximalists. So guess what that means? That means that these same Bitcoiners, and I've heard Samson Ma talk on this, you know, these same Bitcoiners that only comprehend hodling, they have a long way to go in their, uh, in their, in their development. They have a long way to go. And this, this is what happens, you know, when the culture is getting developed or what have you, or at least you have these growing pains, you know, you kind of come into different stages of awareness. So, like I said, for me, from what I can tell, the Bitcoin bond group have gone with the number go up technology, and I feel like they have the best plan to bring Bitcoin to you know, a hundred trillion dollars, if I'm going to be fair, okay, if I'm going to be fair, they are attempting to capture the bond market with that idea. I don't know uh, that the other folks aren't attempting to capture something like the bond market just because they're, they're working in such a way where bonds may not be necessary because they have a treasury of a, of a different sort that's producing revenue. You know, that's a little bit above my pay grade. 
that's a little bit above my pay grade. But uh, like I said, I see more of a community effort, an art effort, a content effort. They're bringing all of that by way of the NFTs over there on Snacks. Right? And again, I'm going to take them as they say that they are. You know, we've already gone through how the Stacks blockchain works and how it's associated with Bitcoin. We've also talked about how the liquid side chain, how it works and how it's associated with Bitcoin. And uh, I think that we have we have something to look at, folks. We have something to truly, truly watch. I know that's what I'm going to be watching. Right. You guys are welcome to look at whatever you're looking at. I hope that you get in the comment section and share with me what you're looking at. Right. And why you're looking at it. But for me, these are the uh, important things. And like I said, if you guys didn't know, there was some back and forth that was noticed by a lot of people on Twitter between Stacks founder Muneeb Ali and Blockstream CEO Adam Back. And the back and forth was kind of telling to me that I should pay attention to the two. So that's what we've been doing on these uh, three episodes. I hope that you guys found some value in this. Right? I hope you guys can uh, understand why I, I framed it in the way that I did. Bitcoin bonds versus city coins. And uh, like I said, if, if I really just, if I explain the difference, they're still fundamentally the same. But they're just, I think they're, they're reaching out to different markets, right? I think they're reaching out to different markets. You're going to find more common people, more creative people, more of the masses, I believe, are going to catch on to the stacks approach. But you're going to find more of the money people even though it may be fewer in numbers as far as a quantity of players, the, the, the players with money, I believe, are going to move towards the Bitcoin bond angle. That's what I think. Now, who's going to win? I don't know. Like, who's going to win out the other? Who is going to best the other? I don't know. Maybe we're looking at the beginnings of the Apples and the Android or the Google, or I should say the, yeah, the Android and the Apple competition that exists or the Microsoft versus, you know, Apple that we see. Maybe seeing that developing right now. So before I go too far off and start talking about something completely outside of this subject matter for tonight. I'm going to leave it there. Like I said, get in the comment section. Let's get into it. Y'all know that we are not bound by anyone when it comes to our conversation. So feel free to come forward with your contrarian ideas and we'll chop it up. With that being said, peace.